Welcome to Blokecast Episode 5. We're still here at the uh, Chippendale Hotel while our uh, studios are being renovated, so if it sounds a little less blokey, that's what it is. Uh, we got a great episode for you, so let's just crack on with it. Welcome back to another bloke cast. Uh, my name is Andrew Barnett. With me, as always, are the two other blokes, Scott Detrick. Hello. And Matty B. How are you, mate? Excellent, gentlemen. Now, um, the podcast feedback has been amazing. We're getting a lot of positive feedback. and uh, But there is one criticism. Um, I know that's hard to believe. We, we very rarely get criticism, but there's been one criticism this month. People have been saying, Andrew, Scotty, Maddie, we love you, but where's the overseas perspective? We need something from someone who's from overseas. Uh, right. And with that in mind, boys, please welcome today's guest all the way from overseas, uh, i.e. Tasmania, uh, Mark Williamson. How are Woo! you, buddy? Oh, I'm amazing. Uh, overseas. Oh, it's good to be here on the mainland, as we call it, um, <laughs> in the big smoke. Whoa. Shops here open until midnight can you believe it <laughs> and on Sunday I know oh, really <laughs> excellent uh, mate thanks for coming down now first off we need to thank you too because for the last uh, few months um, I don't know if people have heard the difference but um, we've actually been recording from uh, within the Comedy on Edge uh, bunker you we have, yeah. You're at the Chippendale Hotel, home of our Tuesday night comedy show. Check out comedyonedge.com for that seamless plug for more info. But yeah, it's good to see you boys down here. It's it's weird sort of being, like I host my own podcast, so it's weird being in the guest chair and also in my own room, but it's not my room. Yeah. It's, like, it's like Wayne's World when they, they're filming in the studio. It's like, we're in Wayne's basement. But this isn't Wayne's basement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we had it. We had a hot tub malfunction at the bloke studios. So uh, yeah, thank you very much for having us down here. <laughs> renovations, renovations. It's been upgraded too. Um, you got the uh, the new in ground uh, trampoline. Uh, been put in at one end of the studios. Um, there's a basketball court at Maddie's request. He doesn't play basketball. He just likes the idea that one day he might um, want to have a shot. I'm yeah. trying to get. I'm trying to get taller. <laughs> and having a basketball ring is proving to be very good motivation in my attempts to get taller. Trying to incentivize your DNA. I was yep. looking on news.com the other day and they had um in, they had like inside celebrity homes. They had Michael Jordan's Chicago mansion and he's got like as you'd expect a full-size basketball court, but not just any court. He's got the original hardwood court from the Bulls arena from when they played in their prime. Oh, he's no got like way. the whole the whole lot like a full court and stadium seating. It's like I so I can understand that. That, that would be mine. So he's actually bought the floor and transferred I'm pretty it. Pretty sure it into they would have given it to him. Yeah, I don't think maybe. Yeah. <laughs> that is pool room at a whole new level. Yeah, isn't it's it? like <laughs> that, is, that is a different level. But yeah. it's also like the that song by Pharrell Happy. It's sort of got celebrities in there, and at the end, it's got Magic Johnson at his home with you know his six NBA titles. It just dancing around. <laughs> I must be thinking about these NBA stars, you know, yeah. for money. It's like yeah, they've just built the ultimate man. Well, the NBA was probably one of the first sort of professional sports leagues that really took it to stupid money. Like yeah. those yeah. those guys mm. would have been some of the first professional athletes to really have to think, how can I spend this much money and of course they're going to make some shitty decisions well, in, all, in that all, process it's all through sneakers really <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like but I mean we're all of a similar age I mean we all grew up Michael Jordan like it was all about yeah, Mike yeah. in the 90s I mean, yeah. everyone, I've got a, I think I've still got at home a Chicago Bulls basketball from that era yeah, yeah right yeah I've yeah. got a Chicago, I have no interest in basketball whatsoever I have a Michael jo Jordan replica singlet somewhere like I don't know how I got it <laughs> probably a relative thought hey Matt likes sport 
<laughs> I only know one sports star. It's Michael Jordan. This has got a man jumping, doing the splits, holding a basketball on it. Yep. Yeah. Oh, they, they probably didn't it. even realise basketball. Just right. a ball. Matt likes chasing the ball. That'll do. <laughs> That'll do. So, NBA sort of, it had really, there was a period in the 90s that we'd all remember very fondly where uh, basketball really had its heyday in Australia, didn't it? Yeah, it was big. Like, it was pretty big. Like, everyone, yeah, everyone wanted to be like Mike. And yeah, and you also had, what's his name? Um, Man, I just called him Magic Johnson. So, the whole the larger-than-life person. And I think it was also video games, too, were coming out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. NBA, NBA Jam. NBA Jam. He's on fire. My goodness, that was fun. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. But even the local Australian teams, you know, when the Sydney Kings came about and all that whole competition, like, they were getting... Ex. They actually got people to the yeah, game. Yeah, right? yeah people used yeah. to go and check that out. That was back when they used days. to pay their players, that was... Yeah. It was, it's, I mean, it's it's weird to think of now, but yeah, yeah. Australia loved basketball for a while there. Yeah, it was it was all on. So I, I don't know. Did you guys collect basketball cards at all? Nah. 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 I, 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 did, nah. I went to school with a number of guys that did, though. It was a big deal. Fleer or Upper Deck? Uh, upper Deck, I think. Upper Deck. See, that yeah. used to... That was the... That seemed to be the... Where in my town, Upper Deck was the was the card you wanted Fleer you got looked down on if you're collecting Fleer cards um, which is as like uh, I gotta feel sorry for like parents who think they're doing the right thing oh I'll get him some basketball cards he loves those basketball cards you know they buy the wrong type and the, you're basically a pariah at school <laughs> but <laughs> oh it's like getting a Batman comic when you follow X-Men it's just like <laughs> nice it's nothing o- like it nice it's idea but completely wrong execution thanks, yeah, thanks the, the all the same the difference between getting a Batman Man comic and an X Men comic is is sort of it's a moot point because if you're buying comic books, you're probably getting beaten up anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I was. So at least yeah. a kid with basketball chance has got a chance of f- um, fighting off that wedgie attempt. <laughs> that's that's true. That is. I true. suppose you could probably use the comic books to protect you from the wedgie. Just <laughs> no, I got to be no. honest with you. All that really happened was I would try and make my claws come out of my hand before someone beat the snot out of me. It was. <laughs> I wouldn't have picked you as like if I was to look at the three blokes, you wouldn't be the comic book aficionado that I'd, I'd naturally go to. <laughs> Scotty's giving Are you a look. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, the man who wears headphones. Yeah. Fuck you, Brandon. <laughs> something tells me my, my sound level is just going to be way lower uh, there. No, oh, no, no, it? your mic's off. Yeah, yeah, no. He, also, he also edits the podcast, Mark. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this would be, that one won't be flying. I'll have to do a callback to it That's later. That's cutting, cutting room floor, right? There. <laughs> no, I, just, I would, like, I don't matter. I've been down to you a couple of years. I wouldn't be, are you a big still comic book fan? Or? No, no, I went, through a, uh, I went through a phase of really digging X-Men. And it was no other comic books, just, just X-Men yeah. and... No other kind my, of man yeah, either. My just whole, X-Men. I, yeah. I was yeah. I, my whole extent of comic book nerdery uh, extends absolutely no further than Mad Magazine. That was uh, yeah. I, I oh, have yeah. every Mad Magazine between you know the late uh, I don't know 1985 and probably the early 90s. You know, yeah. like pretty much. I, I, I yeah, I loved it. I, I <laughs> this is probably speaks to a little bit how much money was around my house. I never got Mad Magazine as much as I just borrowed it from the library. Um, <laughs> which wow. if you got... If you, you could got, borrow it from the library? They were $2.95, dude. Yeah, yeah dude. Uh, that's that's two ninety five. That couldn't go towards rice, yeah. my friend. All that these money on his fleet basketball cards. Fleer, upper deck. I'm just saying... <laughs> I used to collect Greg Fleet um, collector cards. <laughs> <laughs> Way more value. <laughs> 
Yeah, um, the um, the ma- the thing with the trouble with getting it from the library, getting your Mad magazine from the library, is if you uh, there was nothing like the pressure of if you were the first one to borrow it, getting oh, the Mad folding, doing the folding, oh, doing it for yourself. On. Like if you yeah. stuffed that up, there was. Yeah. But what what would happen then if you borrowed one and someone else had fucked up the fold? Oh, you got. It's like, did, did you see that? That's bullshit, man. Yeah, you'd, right. You'd try and work out who it was. <laughs> yeah, it's it tough to do those foldings, though, because you know you had to like you do it. Like I do it. Too, right. it Producer was. Zoe disagrees with you there. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm not saying it wasn't the best. I'm just saying it was a lot of pressure to line it up. You'd sit there, and go, "This doesn't make sense," and someone would straighten it for you and go, "Oh." Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not an exact science kind of guy, so I I felt that pressure too, Mark. I did. I, yeah. Like I know that. Look, all you got to do is fold here, fold here, and magic happens. But uh, I just don't. Uh, yeah, I do, I'm not very under pressure like that when I got to be exact. Not. Yeah, I see that. I'm all thumbs, man. The only retentive bastard that I am. I used to put it on the edge of a table, and then fold oh, wow. like where the arrows touch. Not just any table, yeah. either a drafting table. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and when, when laser levels came in, <laughs> yeah, uh, I w- I've, 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 I, a mate of mine used to go to the extent of once he had it folded, he would iron it, oh, so wow. that it was like creased perfectly from from then on in. So anyone else who then wanted to fold it had the lines perfectly, so they couldn't fuck it up. So they wouldn't fuck wow. up. His, I needed uh, him at my library. That would have been amazing. Man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This makes me sad though at the moment. Like my. Just recently, like I love magazines. They're my favorite thing. Like I collect wrestling magazines and Rolling Stone. And the occasion, yeah. but you can't like Magnation in Newtown has just closed down, and it's now impossible to get magazines. Like everyone's getting them online. All this you can get magazines. Like, wrestling magazines probably is where you're running into trouble. Yeah. There, well, yeah. <laughs> we can't just brush over that. I'm just like, yeah, look, look. I'm just your average guy. Uh, yeah, you know I, what I mean? I, I feel much better having been under fire for being a, a suspected comic book nerd. <laughs> <laughs> suspected, alleged <laughs> comic book, alleged <laughs> comic book nerd. Only for you to drop that kind of bomb that you collect wrestling magazines. Now, Mark, you know it's pretend, right? <laughs> Scripted. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, that's the, that was the question that I had. I was going to ask you: Is it like whatever? fake wrestling thing or are you into just like Greco-Roman Greco-Roman you know it's Turkish oiled (laughs) (laughs) I just wouldn't have thought that that had a big enough market to justify a magazine no there's there's about 20 (laughs) there's about 20 wrestling magazines and the one I get is Power Slam it's from the UK so power, producers, if you're out there, give me a free subscription. You really hard, <laughs> it's really hard to get tracked down these that's days. A, that's weird. Today's episode brought to you by Power Slam. Slam. There you go. In a dying medium, producing wrestling magazines. <laughs> no, but it's just for me. Like, it's something I've watched for a kid. And it's like, I think I wouldn't be in comedy if I didn't get into wrestling. Because like, I liked the whole el- the theatrics of it, the interviews. And comedy and wrestling are very similar. It also makes a lot of sense why you perform in Lycra. Well, it's true. And <laughs> also why when I get, like, you know, I've had a show end where someone got their head smashed through a chair. So it's, yeah. you know, that's no, how we like to end the show. Yeah. Actually, you did, you did uh, uh, what was that, a Fringe show or a Sydney, uh, no, comedy, Sydney Festival? comedy Festival show? Yeah, wrestling chat show. That's right. I got a wrestler, TNT, and I got, I think he might or maybe coming up on your show, Keisty. I got him smashed over the head with a chair. It was, it was a good show. TNT, give, give us his wrestling background. Oh, he's a wrestler. He's uh, the Australian Wrestling Federation champ. He's worked for, I think, WCW, WWE, and yeah. So yeah, yeah. and yet you, you were still able to get him for a comment. They said maybe that tells you where wrestling's at in this country. <laughs> this guy's the biggest wrestler we've ever seen. Hey, do you want to come down and <laughs> do, do a uh, 
Do a comedy festival show. I remind you, it's Saturday Arvo and the three of us are in the basement of a pub. And how many how many people have you had on your podcast? Hey, come chat to us on a podcast. Yeah, oh, exactly right. <laughs> I think no, we're on the same I mean. level. We're, we're yeah. just getting comedians. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Maybe you're right. Wrestling and comedy are similar. Yeah, well, it is, yeah. Free, you know, you sling a few bit of cash. It's all good. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's, it's scripted, but they try to make you think it's not. It's yeah, true. That's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. There's a true. lot of parallels. There's yeah. a lot of parallels. Yeah, and in the 80s, cocaine was awash in both industries. So, <laughs> you know, it's <laughs> swings and roundabouts. Well, now sure. neither of us can afford cocaine. But, but yeah. you're, you're saying your favourite uh, wrestling magazine comes from the UK. Yeah. Uh, talk us through that because like, I would have thought most uh, wrestling, the, the centre of wrestling was the States. It is, but the wrestling magazines from the States act like wrestling is real. Whereas right. the UK one are like, we uh. get this is real. We do. It's more of, I like the interviews. I like meeting the, the wrestlers behind the characters. Yeah. So they interview them like, are you going to, it's like not, are you going to win the championship? More like, so you've just come out of rehab for pain pills. What are you doing now? Right. Yeah, okay. yeah it's yeah. that different. Behind the music. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. It is. It's like behind the music to a magazine. It's, yeah, the actor's studio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it critiques <laughs> the matches, not so just the, sells it. The American uh, ones take the, uh, the TV week style uh, thing the ones that pretend the soapies are real yeah, they report on much. the stories as though it's something real that's happening whereas uh, your your magazine takes a more uh, okay magazine sort of a thing where they're getting the gossip behind the soapies yeah, <laughs> yeah it's about like that yeah, is, it a, is, a very, is it a very sordid world behind like yes, the, the, the yes. real life of, it really of wrestlers is some of the guys like I mean it's the thing that makes me like wrestling I've dropped off a little bit of interest because so many of my favourite wrestlers have died like through drug abuse, through heart conditions, like yeah, because the they, like it is it's a scripted sport, but it still hurts to do. Like yeah. you know, like just for those people who go, oh, it's fake, it's fake. Go find a bit of plywood, put it down, put a little bit of foam over it, and then s- just slam yourself into the back a hundred times yeah. and see if it hurts. Yeah, yeah. If I it mean, doesn't, tell then you can tell me it's fake. Yeah, <laughs> most of the time, I think if you fall off a ladder. Yeah. It's gonna hurt, you yeah. know. Regard unless you're falling into, you know, custard or a pool or something like that. What I want to know is I'd why they're always putting trestle tables out because they're always <laughs> falling. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just keep the trestle tables out of it. You know, yeah, rest, put rest. the snacks somewhere else. <laughs> so you've just stumbled onto the real wrestling exists just to keep the trestle table industry. Because <laughs> <down. laughs> let's be honest, you know they don't. Uh, you know, there's not much call for it's them. Those yeah. folding chairs too. You yeah. keep the folding chairs. <laughs> Did people who are in the audience in the stadium, are they actually sitting on folding chairs or do they just have a surplus of folding chairs that they happen to leave lying around? I think it's just, you know, sloppy. They're like, oh, we, we put out X amount of chairs. Oh, what are we going to do with these 10 extras? I'll put them under the ring. They'll be good there. We're going to storage backstage. Yes. And why don't they leave like chainsaws or knives <laughs> under, think, the, <laughs> under the stage? I think you know the answer. <laughs> I think, to be honest, they've actually like in the last five or so years, they've cut back on the chairs and the table spots because it just got to a stage I think Chris Benoit Google him if you want to know the details but is he the guy that makes the balls? No, Benoit balls? No. 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 <laughs> wow, I, th- I think I mean, we better come back to that. Do you guys one. know what? Yeah, sorry, keep going. No, no, no. Benoit no, no, balls. No, 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 you know those two those balls that yeah. for relaxation they're called Benoit balls, aren't yes. they? Yes. Yeah. 
Wow. I'm pretty sure, unless Benoit Bulls is something completely different. But there oh, is. yeah, unless it's like an adult shop type thing. I'm yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think, think they probably want to... Yeah, re- I don't know either, Scotty. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> they might want to rebrand because Chris Benoit is a wrestler who snapped, killed his kid and his wife. Oh, and yeah, whoa. So it's... Yeah, I don't think it's his spin-off line. No, Benoit relaxation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but maybe it is. It's when they the joint. Like, it was a big tragedy. When are they you, did, they did like... Are you close to killing your wife and child? Play with Just Benoit balls. Benoit balls. Don't, don't do what I did. <laughs> use the Benoit balls. Oh, that'd be, yeah, the more I think about it, I, I, I'm pretty sure it's a sex toy. So <laughs> yeah. That makes it really weird now. <laughs> the more I think about it. The more I think about, the I'm more I think about the packaging of the product that I bought at the last yeah. sex shop yeah, I was yeah, in. Yeah. So what he's saying, uh, listeners, if you're listening at work, don't Google Benoit balls. <laughs> <laughs> don't Google anything, you know. Just, oh, I wonder what those Benoit just, balls, you just, just get IT flagging yeah, you. Yeah, turn safe search on. <laughs> but yeah, he snapped and killed. Yeah, and then it's sort of like, after they did like um like an autopsy on his brain and his brain, he was I think 42 when he died, had the consistency of like an 80-year-old Alzheimer's patient just from all the abuse, wow. from chair yeah, shots right. and landing on his head. So, so yeah. that's just from like... St- Loads of concussions and shit yeah, like that. Yeah, just concussions and working through it. Because, like, I mean, at the moment, all sports, I mean, the NFL, even the NRL and AFL are starting to clamp down because, like, yeah. the head is something that's really... Oh, oh soccer, yeah. soccer players are, yeah, massive for, for hitting the ball all the time. They end up with brain damage and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. right. Oh, yeah, well, I remember a few so years... So it's not even just the, the tough sports. It's yeah, yeah. <laughs> really... Yeah, I thought... The Nancy ones, too. I yeah. thought, hang on, don't they normally grab their shin when they fall yeah. to the ground? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, but that's because they've just lost it and yeah, they, they just grab just anything that they can, you know. Yeah, yeah. So that's what maybe that's the thing with soccer. When those balls are landing at the head, it's more a case of they're triggering some point that says, I've got pain in my shin, I must die. <laughs> exactly. There you go, we've solved soccer. Well, I was reading an article in one of the newspapers uh, recently that was saying that NRL players, basically playing a game of first grade NRL is the equivalent of a minor car accident as far as yeah. the Jeez. level of brain damage that you're going to get from it so you can kind of imagine that if you had a small car accident every week 26 weeks of the, the year for 10 years you just find yourself pissing into your, your own mouth your insurance premiums would be through the roof <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that'd be horrible yeah. yeah you would you would you would not get comprehensive would you no <laughs> have any of you guys ever been like knocked out cold yeah yeah yeah, yeah. playing football right? yeah i did it i did it oh. I, d- I did playing netball <laughs> I did playing netball of all. Time. <laughs> 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 uh, hey Scotty, can you go? Um, can you go in when you're editing and just put a record scratch there? When you're <laughs> <laughs> no, I okay. can't. I did what, what you ran in the goalposts, the defender, I the balls. Uh, playing on this girl, right? Yeah. I was Look, she was this bitch and she didn't cut her nails. No. I was playing uh, goal defence. Okay? <laughs> you know that age when you're about 13 but the girls have like grown bigger <laughs> than the guys? No, what it was was I was uh, moving backwards and uh, the ball got thrown over my head and I jumped up to try and catch the ball and sort of at the peak of my jump... A very short girl. I sort of landed on her, and the top of my leg got on her shoulder, and I just sort of levered down, and pile drove my head into you concrete. You power bombed yourself effectively. Yeah, yeah basically, well. he was trying to take a specky. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> yeah. reacted. Yeah, pretty much. I went. I went full body weight through the top of my head on bitumen and I was I was done I was out cold for about four or five minutes I had the full wow. neck brace oh, wow. ambulance 
fucking in that weird machine at the hospital making sure my noggin oh, was yeah, in my yeah and you know yeah did had oh i think all in all i think it was close to 40 stitches wow yeah, it wow. was like a big you don't have a big skull either so no it was like it was a it was a pretty good stack how old were you when this one happened Early high school, Early so high probably school? like year eight or year nine or something oh like wow. that. Wow! And um, he was playing the under sevens though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. No, it was just it was just we were just playing yeah, netball yeah, at lunchtime because I don't know. Because that's what him and the girls did. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. You know. <laughs> netball at lunch. I thought that I picture, I was picturing a PE class. No, no, no. The reason that we were playing was because the girls w- decided that girls were as good as boys at sport. And we were just like, yeah, uh, that, the age. This is a, this is like a. That's not going to happen. Pick a sport, we will beat you at it. And they said netball. So we were playing boys versus girls at netball, toweling them up, yeah. and then I pile drive yeah. my head into the ground. So at the end of the day, they, they, were, they were right. Yeah. Well, none of them ended up in hospital. I'll give them that much. <laughs> like it one was of them low tackled you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So that sounds like the, the plot to a Nickelodeon show. Yeah, so no. I, uh, boys are better than girls. I pretty much, I ended up writing a uh, a very successful short story on the theme of regret. <laughs> um, <laughs> that that made it to the state final of the Creative Writing Championship. Right. Wow. wow. After it's, uh, that's not something I picture state finals being in creative writing. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Sort yeah. of flies in the face of <laughs> the point of it. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, now, we've got way sidetracked. We have. Um, I didn't even get to our theme. What we do, Mark, uh, for this podcast, and I know you know um, because you listen, you're an avid listener, oh, yeah. but um, but for anyone who's just tuned in, uh, this is their first time, what we like to do is just sort of have a theme as a, as a launch off point. Now, our theme for you... Um, is of course the uh, I was going to say great state of Tasmania, but let's not over overstate things. The you, state. Hey, the Jackie st- Lambie's putting Tasmania on the map. <laughs> <laughs> Ironically, on her unmanicured map of Tasmania. Oh my god! Um, yeah, so you're you're a a Taswegian. Well, it's, I'm, at, I'm almost to the point now where like it's clo- like I was 20 years in Tas. I've just hit 10 years living in Sydney. So, at what point am I going? Will I always be a Taswegian, or is it a point where? Yeah, mate, you don't, yeah, you don't, you don't outgrow that shit. Nah, it's so like leopard, when I'm 60, leopard doesn't change its spots. <laughs> <laughs> State of origin, mate. You can't just uh, yeah. can't pick and choose. Nah. Oh, fair. Oh, I'm proud. Yeah, I've been. Yeah, I'm from Tasmania. I'm proud of it. And let's. For all those listeners out there, let's get it out of the way. Yes, I'm from Tasmania. No, I don't sleep with my sister anymore <laughs> <laughs> no but that's the one thing like when i moved here everyone like I, my first job i worked for a big bank which bank not that one and everyone was like, oh you're from tassie and they'd come up and tell me these lame ass jokes and there was one day when i would go oh and i'm like so you're implying i have sex with my sister i go that's fucking disgusting this guy like he's an old guy oh no 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 no, no. and i go got you dude relax yeah but, yeah, yeah, yeah but it's just i think what he was gonna say was that's disgusting she goes out with my brother but the whole concept is like like it's fun like you get used to it but it's if i was from like china or it'd just be racism the shit we hang yeah people yeah. hang on me it's yeah. Yeah. placism isn't it yeah, yeah. it is it's statism racism <laughs> 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 It's, yeah. it's strange as well because I have to say I fucking love Tassie. Mm. It is like I, Dude, when the zombie apocalypse hits, oh. everyone's gonna wish they were oh, fucking yeah. there. Yeah, absolutely. And also, like the thing that I like about Tasmania is that they just have this like they've really done it nicely where we're gonna let a few people in. 
but we're not going to let out all of the secrets. You know what <laughs> I mean? It's like, it's a bit of an insider's club. The people who know that Tasmania is actually fucking sick. Well, a mate of mine yeah. just bought a block of land down there. He's building a house and he, he works down there in the fishing industry. And he said that there's nothing he can do. doesn't matter how long he's there. He's never going to be accepted as a local. Yeah, right. You know, there's yeah. the guys that, that grew there. Yeah. And the, and they'll, they'll accept him, obviously. Like, they're yeah, not yeah. complete assholes to him all the time. But when it comes... If it came down to who's going to be saved... Yeah. He's not on that list. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, but let's keep it all in the family. Let's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, but so I've got a mate, my, one of my mates, he lives up in Newcastle now. He, we grew up together. And, like, when anyone will ask him about Tassie, he'll always go, oh, mate, it's shit. You don't want to go there. It's shit. And I go, why do you do that? He goes... I don't want my fucking beaches overrun with these pricks. Yeah. yeah. Keep yeah. them away. Keep and them away. And it's interesting that he lives in Newcastle because uh, Hobart is incredibly similar to Newcastle. It has a very similar feel as far as the architecture, the sort of time period that they were obviously building in. It's a little Percentage supported. of bogans. Yeah. yeah. Bogan. Oh, the bogans are high in Tassie. Like, yeah. Yeah, we've yeah. yeah. Don't worry. We've got them. Yeah. <laughs> you, got you know, we've got that covered. But it's they're actually very similar little towns. It's just fucking colder yeah. and slightly slightly more violent in Newcastle I would say but I haven't been in Tassie enough Tassie's to really not be able too, to say oh that. there's a bit they're getting a bit of, there's a bit of um, there's been a few punch punch ons but yeah. it's not like you're pretty safe to walk the streets down there yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. they make better whiskey in uh, in Hobart than they do in Newcastle oh, we made the best no whiskey in the world I was about to world say isn't is it best whiskey in the world yeah, yeah. really yeah, yeah. when yeah. we go when they just won it Sullivan's Cove won best whiskey in the world this year yeah they only made one fucking barrel of it but you know it <laughs> doesn't mean it's not the best whiskey. <laughs> you go for quality, not quantity. You, yeah, yeah. You, you can't get your hands on That's it. That's just four blokes going, well, we are fucking sorted this year. Yeah. Yeah, How many Bundaberg Rums won awards? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They make cartons Bundaberg of Rum will never win an award yeah, no, for anything. Blue, blue Tongue beer from Newcastle is not one shit, you know. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. And also, do I mean, Tassie is fucking... As far as the natural environment of Tasmania, like you've got Styx Valley, so much just beautiful stuff. Yeah, Unless Abbott can overturn the World Heritage Area, yeah. then, then it's all gone. Yeah, but I mean, within what the whole thing, you can drive around it in six hours or something. Oh, well, it's a famous, so close. It's a famous story. When I was a kid, Mark and Steve War came down. They played a shield match in Hobart, and it was this made the papers. It's like they're like, "Oh, where's David Boone live?" And it's like, "Oh, he lives up in Launceston." Oh, how far away is that? Oh, it's a two-hour drive. It's an overnight drive. And they're like, and they just laughed and said, "Oh, we'll go see him after play." Yeah. Like, what do you mean two hours? He goes, "It takes that long just to get across Sydney." Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, so they were just. Yeah. yeah, well, that's what we when we went down there on holidays last year. We drove, um, we stayed, we were in Port Arthur, and we had to get back to Launceston, and we drove via pretty much the whole east coast of Tassie. Like, drove up one mm-hmm. side, and the only mistake we made was I had to drive over um, an area I don't know if you know it called the Sightlings, Sightling Mountains um, at night, and uh, I have never seen my wife so scared. Is in the passenger seat of this uh, of our car because it's windy mountain roads like either side can just be a nice big drop off yeah. and uh, barely sort of one and a half cars wide and uh, just the odd log-in truck had just one <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. like it was I've never concentrated so hard in all my life on driving it was dark it was yeah, yeah, yeah. it was tough the driving good fun though uh friggin massive man they're yeah. crazy oh, yeah. we used to have those things go past our place when I was growing up and that's the only time that I've not protected my dog like one time my dog ran out of from the front of the house and I, yeah. I I pulled that dog out of some fucking hairy situations. That was the only time that I just went, ah, if you get squished, you get squished, mate, because that is you a went fucking towards big it. truck. Yeah. Like. yeah, they're massive, those oh, things. The, the, the 
the logs that they have on the back of those things. Well, they're pretty much I'd telegraph poles. Bigger than that, some of them. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. For that length, yeah. insane. Like, they... Re- and, I mean, they're only... Get, like, they were only probably going 15k an hour past our place because it was a semi-residential kind of mm. thing. But they're huge. Mm. I would not want to have to be doing windy roads with those things. Fuck that. Yeah, it made for a bit of fun. I, yeah, I really, <laughs> really concentrated very hard. And uh, I've never been so tired after a drive. But yeah. it is that, it is that, I can believe how, like, yeah, the the roads, we were on their um, part of the national highway and um, one one lane each way. And, uh, yeah, this mm-hmm. is this is a national highway. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's good, our sport good down guys. there, extreme driving. That's what we do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just, yeah. yeah. I want to so go down for the Targa one time. Targa Tasmania. Yeah. That's such a great thing because, yeah, every year you bring all these expensive sports cars down and every year they just get written off. Just wrapped <laughs> wrap around. Oh, wow, look at that Porsche on its back. Oh, look at that Ferrari wrapped around a pole. Is that Targa, is that rallying? Yeah. Yeah, yeah right. It's a bunch. It's mostly like, like they get a couple of big name race, but it's most, it's a funny one. I don't know, this is another front page Mercury news story from the 80s. The first Ferrari in Australia was owned by, I can't remember, some... I was probably a forestry dude down in Tasmania and he bought this car it's going to be raced in the target and then they realised the Ferrari's so low to the ground it can't actually clear the roads like because of the speed humps and that yeah, so he's right. like I've got this car he can only drive it on a racetrack like this $300,000 yeah, yeah wow yeah so yeah, it's not target. surprising really though is it yeah well, where my mate's place is he's, it's right where the target goes past yeah and so I think he fancies the idea of building a, a stadium on the side in, yeah. his, in his front just in a little grandstand yeah. Yeah. yeah just a little grandstand yeah just for that one <laughs> the locals yeah, would for yeah. one time the yeah. locals would accept him if he did that yeah because that yeah. like, yeah. they could come and sit it's on it's grandstand it, right? yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> actually speaking of car racing Barno and I recently went out to Bathurst together and we had a gig out there and there was uh, me and Barno and a couple of other boys in the car we got to do a lap of Mount Panorama oh yeah out yes. of Bathurst never done that before Got to tell you, yeah, that is a fucking scary thing. Like we were doing it. Dude, at when si- you come up over the top and yeah. you go down and you, you realise how steep down. it is, yeah, yeah, it's, it's and then you go back and watch footage of the guys driving at that speed down that hill. You yeah. go, oh fuck, it is fucked up because yeah. we were doing yeah. like obviously for every idiot who's driving around, the speed limit is sixty, and there were moments in the car our mate Mitch was driving and I was just like, too fast, dude. I'm not comfortable. And he was doing maybe 45 or 50. Yeah. They fang down yeah, that yeah, fucking yeah, mountain, yeah. man. Like, they fly down that thing. Yeah. It is genuinely It's pretty scary, crazy, right? Hey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's just incredible. Because obviously, on telly, you kind of lose a bit of the sensation of just how quick they're going. Yeah. But then doing it at, you know, a speed is, that's nothing, you know, 45 Ks. Yeah. Fucking hell. They're brave, brave men. There's a, yeah, that. there's a point where... The you were in a Suzuki Mighty Boy, but... Yeah, <laughs> no, it, was, it was a Commodore station wagon. Right. We weren't too far from the truth, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's a point in that road where the, the road sort of just drops away and you just look at it, sort of the bonnet and nothing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. It's yeah. just there's one corner, hey, and mm. it just falls down and... You just kind of go like, that's a really nice view to see just before I die. That's <laughs> like, yeah. that's how it oh, is. As I drift off into eternity. Yeah. The um. So growing up in Tassie. Yeah. Wh- which part of Tassie? Do you you from Hobart or? Yeah, from Hobart. I lived kilometre from Belrive Oval, the cricket ground. Oh, that's good living. So yeah, walking Lovely. distance to it. That's good. Lovely. Yeah. So um, you um, what what brought you to the mainland? What was it? Oh, when you like it's the big lights. Ah, oh, just. Well, I mean, it wasn't comedy because I didn't want to do that. It's when, like most of my mates, when you finish uni, it's like you go Melbourne or Sydney. And I was like, eh, let's go to Sydney. 
because yeah, like career wise, and Tassie's good to grow up and grow old, but there's not much in between. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, so I thought come up here. Nice. And what, what did you come up and start doing? You've got a uni degree? Yeah, in economics. Economics? Yeah. I have mentioned nice. on a podcast. I wonder if that makes it tax deductible now. <laughs> <laughs> Almost definitely. I've never... I've, I used it makes our podcast tax deductible. Next time. Yeah, I just did economics. And then I thought, oh, yeah, I'll do... Started out in the banking industry and just fucking hated it. So... Yeah. Yeah. Also, Here. being from Tasmania, I didn't realise... I hadn't put two and two together but I knew that you were an AFL fan before today and now that I know you're from Tasmania those two jots, dots have been joined ah. who, do, who do the Tassies follow in that? well now mate? it's Hawthorne because Hawthorne play home games down there and the state sponsors them yeah right but yeah, yeah so it's Hawthorne but growing up it was I go for Geelong um, and basically because one of my dad used to my dad's a pretty good footballer in the local leagues down there and he used to coach a kid who went on to play for Geelong so that was my team so yeah. that's why I adopted them but yeah, it just depends. Normally, whoever, if we've got players in the league, they'll go from. But Hawthorne's pretty big now. Yeah, right, yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. And also, too, got to say, well played Tasmania, producers of one DC Boone, got to respect that. Wow. <laughs> the Booney. The funniest thing about um, David Boone is remember VB's Talking Booney? Yeah. Yes, do I? Still got him. I, <laughs> with I just dusted mine off. It's still on the mantelpiece. <laughs> The ironic thing is, like, they call David... The real David Boone doesn't speak in real life. He grunts. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I was running late to uni one day, and I got off a bus, and I was I was running to make my other bus, and I knocked in this guy, and I knocked him rotten, knocked all his papers everywhere. I'm picking him, oh, sorry, man. And I look up, and it was Booney, and I'm like, oh, sorry, man. And he's like, <laughs> And I'm just like, oh. And it, like, it just... It didn't rock him. Like, I'm a pretty big guy, but I barreled into him. He didn't even move. Yeah, of just course grunted. Not. And yeah. Wow. And the oh. other one, Ponting, because Ponting too, he was, we, we got him. Yeah. He, it took us a while to, to <laughs> We warm. got him. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but it took us a while to warm to him. He wasn't that popular. Oh, he was a dick when he first started yeah. playing for Australia, mate. It, it, the only reason that he's not a dick is because he's one of the greatest batsmen of all time. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. He, he went through, <laughs> I think it was when Carlotta knocked him out in King's Cross. That's when <laughs> he sort of had his wake-up moment. <laughs> yeah. And he yeah. went from being a dick to just like, yeah, I better get married, better do the right thing. Yeah. Because I remember being in a pub once and Ponting was there. And we were all, because his nickname's Mong. Down in <laughs> the whole pub's chatting. Mong, 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 mong. He left. It was good. Mong. His nickname is Mong. Yep. For, for yeah. the whole state. Yeah, that that's yeah. yeah. That pretty much sums up Tasmania, doesn't it? The uh, look, the great one of the greatest sportsmen we've ever we've ever uh, produced. Nickname. Let's call him Mong. He'll always be Mong. <laughs> yeah, but it was now like once it's in Tassie. Once there, once we accept him now, Ponting. He's revered. We love the guy. Booney too. We revere. But like Shane Watson, because he he started his career down there. Yeah, right. And it, we, when the rest of the world didn't like him, we we're like, oh. And then he left the state, and now he's he's an enemy down there. Like he's really? A, yeah, right. no. You don't oh well, let's Shane. face this. Let's face it. Shane Watson is a dick in anyone's language. Yeah. Like he's just. Doesn't matter wh- where you are, who this you are. It would be awesome if I knew who you were it's talking about. It's not his fault. It's not his <laughs> fault because he um he accidentally got a P for a heart. So <laughs> yeah, he just it's, come on, man. It's hard when you pull a hamstring stretching or just do, you know getting <laughs> yeah. out of your chair. For a person, no, no. Actually, I'm just going to stop. I'm just going to say horrible things. <laughs> I'm yeah. going to get so fired up. Let's get, let's keep the uh, podcast positive, shall we? Yeah, oh, come on. Yeah, it's just Move back on. to Booney. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the other one. Um, did, 
remember, like, did you go to many cricket games when you were kids? Yeah. I know that yeah. Scotty loves cricket. <laughs> I, I, my I actually cricket. did go to a couple of games when I was a kid. And I actually did used to like cricket when I was a kid. I just, for some reason, it just bores the shit out of me now. <laughs> yeah. one, like, as a kid, I remember, we used to love getting autographs. And yeah. oh. I remember once me, my sister, and we were waiting outside the dressing rooms to get an autograph. And Alan Border, at the time, captain, he was playing for Queensland. Yep. He comes up, we're like, Mr. Border, can we have your autograph? He's like, fuck off, I'm busy. Oh. He said that to eight-year-old kids. Wow. Yeah, so Alan Border, fuck you. <laughs> I've been waiting years to do that. Well, he Mate, was. Do kids have autograph? For no reason. Kids, like. kids don't have autograph books anymore, right? I it's, just think it's they do selfies Selfies, now. yeah. Selfie. If you get a, a, a photo with someone, that's... Is that right? Because well, I've must got, be. I've got my little, like, you know how you used to get the signature bats? Yeah, yeah. I've got my signature bat of, of all the, the cricketers that i got signatures with. And I, that is one of the few things that I've fucking... Mm. Will never ever throw out. You yeah, know? Right. it's one of my most prized possessions. When was the last time you saw it? I don't know. It's mum and dad's place in a box <laughs> somewhere, but that's not the point. Not if you check eBay. We <laughs> <laughs> yeah. say that like I got um a friend of mine, the Hurric- Hobart Hurricanes. They sent I got an autograph bat from them this week, and that's just gone straight onto the mantelpiece. It's nice. Collector. I've got some. Yeah. I've got some good signatures. I mean, the best one on it is uh, I got Savivs. Uh, oh wow! Got Viv Richards, like the great West Indian. Batsman's signature on that. That's an impression. Oh, yeah. I love that you you um, clarified Viv Richards, the great West Indian batsman, not Viv Richards, the guy that ran the fish and chip shop in Cessna. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, still chasing that. Viv's, yeah. Viv's chasing. fish and chips. Yeah. That's a tough signature to get, yeah. man. He's a very popular man. But I, I, I can't imagine not actually getting the signature. Only well, I just, I, I'm asking format. the question, do kids do it anymore? But I think I think Mark's right. I think people, that that's, that's your uh, proof. Yeah, yeah. That, that was proof. The That's signature was proof that you'd yeah. at least ask this person to write on a piece of paper. Yeah. yeah, it's not like you'd hung out with them for the night, but you, you'd yeah. met them, sort of. But I got um. When the I was photos, a kid, the proof now, isn't it? Yeah. When I was a kid, I upset the prime minister once asking oh, for wow. his autograph. I well am. done. Wow, which which PM? Uh, that would be uh, one Paul Keating. Uh, oh, that, oh, if you, see, I thought for a minute Hawkey, and I'm like, nah, well, nah, nah Hawkey would have been good humoured about the whole thing. Um, <laughs> he probably would have bought your beer. He, uh, he was, he visited the town I grew up in, Corowa. He was visiting because uh, it was um, around the centenary of Federation. I don't know. Um, obviously, you guys um, have a good, uh, good idea of our country's history, um, and would know the importance of Corowa in, in their role in the role of Federation. <laughs> um, but for our international listeners who aren't, uh, who aren't as far. Um, when uh, when when Australia first decided to federate, all the separate colonies decided to federate uh, to become a federation, uh, one nation, as it were. Um, oh, so Pauline Hanson, yeah, yeah, Pauline Corowa. was there, and uh, no, <laughs> no, they decided. Um, so the first meeting was at Coral because it was oh. a border town, and there used to be just bullshit excise taxes just to go across basically go across the river and so it was that's where they had the first sort of meeting about it it was held oh. there the first uh, meeting around federation so it was around 100 years from that meeting and kicked off that stuff so the prime minister came out and there's this big um you know to do in the courthouse and stuff and uh, he's there and a friend of mine um wanted to get his autograph but was too shy and i just said oh i'll, I'll go do it <laughs> So I'm walking around, following around for a bit, trying to get, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Eventually, he turns around, signs it, he goes, there, now go away. Wow. Nice. Went, and I just went, oh, oh, sorry, wrong person. I don't need this. <laughs> <laughs> 
and just walked away. Yeah, but I got I got fobbed off by the uh, sitting prime minister. Wow, wow. that's that, impressive. That's, uh, yeah. Done. Uh, that is yeah. well done. I remember getting yelled at in Parliament House because uh, we would, when we were in primary school, we were doing the tour of Parliament House, and the lady who was doing the tour, she had this like cordless mic that she was walking around with, and she was doing these ones into what, the mic, chewing gum, or no, just like at the end of all of her kisses sentences. to Maddie. <laughs> <laughs> no, she was just like she was very moist, mouthy, yeah, just yeah. dry mouthy, and I was. And me and me and my best mate at the time were giggling, and uh, yeah, we got yelled at by I think it was no, I can't remember which MP it was. Oh, was it like in a minute? It was a problem. Yeah, it's, they were just like, "You're in fucking Parliament House, S- stop laughing." And Say, we were, "Hey, well, we're in Parliament House. Stop swearing." This is appropriate. We're kids. But yeah, yeah, I got yelled at in Parliament House. I remember House. good times when uh, at at the the local Coles or Safeway. They used to have these phones just on the wall randomly around the store. Yep. W- which were for picking up and yeah. paging. Yeah. yeah. They were available to anyone <laughs> if uh, no one else was looking. And when I was, I don't know, in my early 20s, you'd go shopping when I'd first moved out of home or whatever. Just pick them up and just say random shit. You know, just <laughs> chicken! <laughs> just hang it up. I best. would just send people to freaking accidents that happened hadn't happened like <laughs> jenny to aisle four jenny to aisle four so i used to work in um kmart and you'd have that phone like we used to have codes that we'd count like you know like it's you know toy toy department to register four yeah yeah we used to have a code mervyn to aisle five mervyn to aisle five and that was code for the guys there's a really good sort in aisle five go check right, it out right. Right. very nice we had a similar thing when I worked in the thing I would have on your thing I would have um, gone with instead of just going you know sort of calling people to fake spills I would have been like uh, Vivian to aisle six and uh Bring that thing. That <laughs> <laughs> Bring that Jeez. thing you brought last time. Yeah, yeah. Who was that? <laughs> but you, uh, yeah, the, uh, people used to be like, I don't know, the people that designed supermarkets and those sort of things, or anyone who designed a PA system used to be a lot more trusting. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, used to be, you yeah, never used see to them anymore. No. Yeah. Came out, it used to be just, yeah, star 30 hash, and that'd put you over the whole speaker. So basically, be. anyone that ever worked at Kmart knew how to operate. Yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the other thing is, like, on the markdown trolley I've still got it at home I've got a pad of markdown things in the pen oh yeah so, and I know like the code is if it's a legit markdown it's 0.01 cent right so like I could have gone back in the day if I wanted a playstation put this on it gone and bought it and got a cheap really cheap playstation wow. could have could have I didn't yeah, I did why are you saying could have and where are you doing the air quotes mark for <laughs> what's going on <laughs> yeah. what are you trying to say look you got that playstation I got you, you know, <laughs> just drop it drop it man. drop it but that's I um yeah so star thirty hash yeah all right I'll challenge you out there it used to be star thirty hash um, hit us up at uh, the three blokes Facebook page and tell us if it is star yeah, thirty yeah, I'm not yeah. telling you to do challenge. anything but if anyone has knowledge yeah uh, hit us up and let us know and uh, just hypothetically if you were to say something funny tell us what you were going to say yeah not that we encourage that in any way shape or form. no 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 just hypothetical purely yeah. hypothetical yeah. Do you remember when um, I don't want anyone getting the wrong idea. Came out Broadway a couple of years ago. They tried 24-hour trading, like, for about a week. It yeah. didn't take. But there was this thing that they didn't let... Like, we would... I was there with comedian John Robinson. He was in town, and we thought, it's 2 a.m., let's go to Kmart. Why not? And so we went down there, and it was two, at 2.45 to 3, they had to shut down the registers for 15 minutes to reboot. So you couldn't actually... You could go in and shop, but you couldn't buy. So we were in there, and they're just like, well, what do you guys do? Oh, nothing. You can't buy, but you can shop. 
So John and I ended up doing a comedy show in there to all the staff because they had nothing to do, but they had all these <laughs> microphones. So yeah, right. Yeah, the late night was born at Coles. Bro- uh, I came out Broadway. We did a couple of shows there. It was good fun. That's, oh, that's amazing. amazing. It was a 50, you, yeah. you are giving open micers of Sydney the wrong idea. <laughs> they don't do. There's a reason they don't do. Bro- yeah. We went back the next night. Couldn't get on. Couldn't there get was on. Forty yeah. open micers <laughs> looking to sign up. Sorry, man. You missed the sign up. Yeah. Yeah. So, would you like to do? Tw- <laughs> oh, sorry, guys. The MC went long. You're gonna have to just cut it to three. That's <laughs> yeah. um. That's yeah. I do. Why? Why did Kmart think they should be 24 hours? No, Who gets well, to 3:30 in the morning? And goes, man. I need an esky, a new sleeping bag, and some five dollar tracksuit pants. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, there's people that work shift work, I guess. But well, uh, for us, like, yeah, I mean, they, even they get days off though, Scotty. Yeah, true. They don't need. Yeah, Kmart's not an emergency kind of destination is it it's not like a normal supermarket I remember because it was around that time I did gigs in Perth and I was on stage and I said you know when you go to Kmart at midnight and someone shouts out Kmart shuts at 6 o'clock here and isn't open Saturday Arvos Perth's amazing man even in, even to this day in Perth yeah. they have a schedule for which service stations will open on Sunday yes yeah, yeah, we yeah. used to have the, it was the, we used to have the roster system before they deregulate it like it's yeah. like this one's rostered on yeah yeah it's crazy like in if if you sort of run low on petrol on Saturday night you actually have to go online and look up where which petrol station might be open because there'll only be one within in potentially only one open within how much petrol you have left in your car and that's hard yeah. considering <laughs> within how much it's petrol a, it's hard <laughs> considering they only have the internet on Tuesdays <laughs> yeah. you say that you, you say that yeah. in Sydney like I live where we're recording in Chippendale and Finding a service station in the inner city of Sydney is pretty tough. It's hard, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, like with one-way streets. We were on one night. We're like, we've got to get to this petrol station. We only have X amount of kilometres. And, oh, fuck, it's a one-way street. You had to do another block, go back, and then you get there. Yeah, it's tough in here. If you're in the middle of the city and you run out of petrol, <clears throat> the only petrol station I can think of is that one near College of Fine Arts on Oxford Street. That's about the closest one that I can think of like to get to. I don't know. Oh, I just realised we're giving advices to... Look, guys, if you're stuck in the city... <laughs> no, 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 no. no, but it's a serious issue. No, it's, it's true. Yeah, like, oh, don't, don't get me wrong. What about... Just, there's wait, the, how the, what the fuck happens if you run out of petrol in there? There's the got servo near <laughs> Central <laughs> Station, like in between Central Station and Redfern. Yeah, there's is that it? one. Yeah. Yeah. It's oh, just around the two. corner. Yeah. You're right, yeah. you're right. Ask a taxi driver, they... They know wherever they're gathering at the in the middle of the night. They just follow your nose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's what Clover Mall should do instead of the giant milk crate. We should just have the giant servo. Right, yeah, yeah. No. Just like the the big jerry can of gas. <laughs> <laughs> just drive into the park and get some gas. Oh God, that is gonna have to be time, guys. That it's went so really wow. quick. It's yeah, time flies. Excellent. Thank you so much, Mark, for coming out and doing this. Uh, um, thank you, guys. To your uh, your comedy room. <laughs> Thanks again for the loan of the space, mate. We appreciate it. And we cannot recommend highly enough if you're in anywhere in the vicinity of Chippendale of a Tuesday evening, um, get down to the Chippendale Hotel, go down into the, um, the dungeon and uh, enjoy a fantastic comedy show. Starts at 8, Mark? Yeah, 8 p.m. And tickets from 10 bucks? Yeah, 10 bucks. And you never know who will drop in. We've had Kitty Flanagan, Arj Barker. All three blokes have performed here, so you just never know. Yeah, it's a great room. So if you're if you're around, get it. Now uh, the other thing, Mark, is if people want to get in contact with you, um, they go, "Geez, I didn't 
really like I love the guy the, the guys tried to talk about Tasmania but they didn't really nail it they started talking about petrol stations and stuff I need to know more <laughs> <laughs> I need to know more about Tasmania and they want to get in contact with you directly how do they uh, hit you up on social media or that sort of good stuff tweet, Twitter's the best at M underscore W underscore OH tweet me I'll answer it but if you ask me about Tassie I'll probably block you let's be honest <laughs> <laughs> I've blocked Barnett already you know I still follow Maddie and Scotty but yeah, he's, all right. you I, got I, blocked a long time ago I follow it. Mark around in real life I know. <laughs> <laughs> much easier Thanks very much for listening, guys. Uh, if you want to get in contact with us, uh, you can find us at Three Blokes Jokes on Twitter or Three Blokes Selling Jokes on Facebook and uh, myself personally at Mr. Scott Dedrick on Twitter. Uh, where you can get in contact with Mr. Matty B at... At Matty B Comic on Twitter or you can find the album Philosophical Bogan on iTunes. And Mr. Andrew Barnett. Uh, you can get me at Mr. A Barnett on Twitter or my website, andrewbarnettcomedy.com. Uh, We look forward to hearing from you guys and uh, talk to you soon. Bye. I I did playing netball. (laughs)